We're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical bill expert, finding savings can seem impossible. Well, HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and flags errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. So start saving with knowing where to look. Visit HealthLock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. L-A-S-I-K LASIK.com Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K LASIK.com we're on live every day from 1 until 4, 1 until 4, and you can hear the show in its entirety at any time on the iHeartRadio app by going to the podcast and uh, clicking on John and Ken On Demand or typing that into the search box, John and Ken On Demand. All right, all the goodies are still here. The Moist Line is tomorrow. It'll be the first of the year. Leave your message using that same iHeartRadio app, the microphone icon, the John and Ken, and you can also call the toll-free number 1-877-MOIST-86. And... In less than 15 minutes, a keyword. First of our show will pop up. All you have to do is go to KFIAM640.com because every time I do, it just the banner clicks down. We enter the keyword to possibly win the $1,000. Stormwatch 2023. You get through it okay? The Cobalt survive? Uh, well, we survived. Yeah, well, I saw your video. You saw the video? Six- John sent out a video. Well, not sent out, but did you put it on social media? Uh, the, the photos are on. Uh- I know they're on Facebook and probably they're Instagram. on Instagram too. They're on Instagram, yeah. Uh, Six thirty, I woke up and got dressed, and as I'm standing next to my bed, I hear this loud crack, and then a thud, and then the house shook. I rolled for several seconds, hmm. and um, the crack sounded like a thunderclap, but the house shook like it was an earthquake. I was confused. So I ran downstairs and went out to the back patio. And my brain could not comprehend what I was looking at. Everything was different. It was kind of dark. And I just didn't understand what was in front of me. But this huge eucalyptus tree from my neighbor's yard had fallen over my back fence. 
and it reached all the way to our house. The, I mean, it brushed the house in the back. And it, with it, it brought down our, uh, uh, what, do you, what do you call those trees? The, uh, the, the doesn't matter, brought down bamboo. Ban- we got a row of bamboo trees, right? The bamboo trees came down. I think it wiped out the lemon tree and maybe the pomegranate tree. Oh, not the fruit. Yeah. I really, I really like the lemon tree. I, so I'm looking at I didn't at, think you ever touched a fruit of any nature. Well, I, I like looking at the lemons. You like to look, yes. I do like looking at lemon trees. Our, our lemons are really oversized. I don't know if I'm on, built on nuclear waste, but they're oversized and they're weirdly shaped. And so it's just fun to look <laughs> like at like basketballs. Them. Yes, they are. They're really, really, really big. So I'm looking at all this, all this greenery and wood, and as I'm looking, I hear another crack. I look what? up. There's another eucalyptus tree coming at me. Wow. So I turned tail and ran inside. Later, a third one fell at an angle and hit uh, another neighbor's property. And suddenly, it's much brighter in our house because oh, it blocked the, all uh, these the trees blocked the light. We used to have a bright house, and then the guy behind us started planting these eucalyptus trees, and the house just kept getting darker and darker. And it's why is it so dark in here? It's the, the row of trees. Ah. All right. right. So now was it windy? I mean, what caused them to come down? Do you think? Or just the, the flooding of the soil and the, the, the roots the, got looser. Our backyard has never drained well. If you remember, uh, I put in uh, uh, turf yes, some years back that, because yes. it was always a stew of mud. Yep. And there's a little gully, which means there used to be some kind of creek at the bottom of our property adjacent to the property behind us. And our properties are back to back. But their house... Their house behind us is really close to their back property line. And when we bought the house and nobody had any trees, we used to see the the old owners were an elderly couple. And they would stand in their floor-to-ceiling window naked. And they oh, were, I remember that. You remember? Oh, I remember you telling this story, yeah. Yeah, they were old, wrinkled, and pruny. But the guy, and it's always the guy, really loved to stand at the window with, like, his arms stretched out. Everything stretched out. Yeah, that's a little exhibitionist. Yeah, actually, he was a little droopy. And so the kids were small then, and I remember being in the backyard and seeing Naked Man there, and I was like, oh, come on. Thank God the trees went up. It's like, we just moved in. So my wife planted the bamboo trees, and and then the new owners came in, and they didn't want to be seen, at least, you know, if they were going to be naked in their bedroom they had some decorum, so they started planting the eucalyptus trees. But eucalyptus trees, I, I saw old photos of the West Side from like pre-1940s before they developed suburbia. And it was rolling hills, a, a, a grassy, uh, low low uh, vegetation and shrubbery, right? There were no tall trees. So we planted these things like eucalyptus trees, and the soil just doesn't hold them, especially soil that's really wet. Because the water table is really high. You know, all the problems we've had with the house has been water-related. Leaking in the basement, the, the, the mushy backyard, all of it is like the water is just too high. Even in, in drought times, right. there, there's, there, there's probably a spring underneath or whatever. So eventually, I think it wore away, the soil wore away, and it, didn't, it wasn't strong enough to hold up the trees. But boy, when one went down, it was like, boom, boom. I didn't know you got the audio. That's that's pretty good. I'm always recording. I thought you were playing the actual audio of the eucalyptus tree falling. <laughs> That's pretty close, except for the big crack at the beginning. And uh, Well, your wife is already correcting you. 
What? Uh, there's broken windows, so much damage, oh. and the neighbor did not plant them. They were there forever. Hmm. That's well, what she says. No. Well, maybe they the eucalyptus trees. I guess she's saying they must have been forever. very small. But you, yeah, you, you've I mean, been in that house yeah. a while. Yeah, I mean, if I, 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 when we first moved in, I didn't notice them. That's why we put up the bamboo. But they broke windows. Now you can sue. Oh, there is one window. Okay. One well. small window that, that broke. Uh, and there's a small electrical box that fed wires to outdoor lights. That box broke and the wires got severed. Don't forget about the batting cage. Oh, how could I? Yeah. My son's batting cage got completely flattened. Oh, no, you were so proud of that. The uh, the back fence is completely flattened. So there is damage. But, uh, you know, no, no, nobody got hurt. It's nothing that uh, the neighbor can't fix. <laughs> but it's a hell of a way to start the day. Uh, yeah, right, now, that's a wake-up call. We're looking at another eucalyptus tree in the corner because that one is potentially aimed at our bedroom. That's on somebody else's property, though. Oh. And and so far, uh, I don't know if it's, he wants. He doesn't want to hear about it. So, oh. uh, I I you know. So you just got to sit. And now there's more rain coming. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be the extent of this dump. No, uh, this thing was intense, and then it broke up earlier. It came fast. It came through pretty fast because they thought it was going to rain most of today, and now it's cleared out most of Southern California. Yeah, I just don't know if the if the ground can take any more water. Yeah, even if it's just a half an inch, you know, yeah. is that going is that going to dislodge more gigantic trees? You, somebody, uh, well, we posted the pictures on social media, and somebody said, yeah, they're native to Australia, and down there they're called the widowmaker because oh, I guess they fall so down easy. Yeah, they fall down easy, and they what? They, they only fall on men. Yes, uh, apparently right, they do. They, they only, make the wives they, who are called widows. That's right. They, they, they only kill men. <laughs> 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 so you want to you want to you want to take out your husband just to plant a eucalyptus tree and it'll fall directly on him and nobody else. Yeah, no. that's a great day. I just got multiple texts and I won't read them all, but one says uh, he's a dope. I'm a dope. Yeah, your wife is just correcting your information. So <laughs> she's writing to you that I'm a dope. There's one line in it. Yes. <laughs> But I like your version. It's very good. No, no. It, it was it, really mostly about when the eucalyptus trees I, I were there. I, I just the, omitted the, the damage. I, 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 I was gonna, you did omit the window breaking and the uh, the batting cage. That's big. I mean, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it was it was baseball ma- childhood. All right. A reminder that on our webpage, kfiam640.com, the Johnny Ken page, you can still enter Gould Pool 2023. This will end tomorrow night at midnight, so you got to get your three entries in by then. So if you want to spend some time thinking about it, fine, but the cutoff is tomorrow night. Remember the rule, which came into play this past year. Anyone who dies during this window week will not count. Apparently that was Sidney Poitier last year. Someone guessed him, but it doesn't count. It doesn't matter whether or not you put his name in before he passed away. We're sorry, but we have this one-week window rule just in case Because someone... people cheat, that's why. Yeah, they cheat. After Sonny Bono. That's right. You know, people uh, started cheating, and they would slip in names uh, that had already died, died during the entry week. Right. right. So you can't do that. No. People want to win at all costs, don't they? I know. <laughs> um, back to the Idaho murders, bombshell developments. Uh, we finally got Brian Koberger in court in Idaho. They have released the probable cause affidavit. 
We'll be talking to Alex Stone later for a lot more. That'll be in the 3 o'clock hour. But I can't help but talk about what I thought was one of the biggest reveals in the affidavit was that a roommate, remember, four people were murdered, but there were also two other women sleeping in the house that night who were not attacked. One of them apparently is Dylan Mortensen. And here is what she said in an interview. She was awoken around 4 a.m. on November 13th. It sounded like Kaylee Goncalves playing with her dog. And you know, in the middle of the night, it's blurry. You can't really tell what you're hearing. It might even be dreaming. A short time later, she said she heard what she thought or who she thought was Goncalves say something to the effect of, there's someone here. She stated she looked out of her bedroom but did not see anything when she heard the comment about someone being in the house. She stated she opened the door a second time when she thought she heard crying coming from Zana Kernodal's room. That's one of the other roommates who was murdered. She said she thought she heard a male voice say something to the effect of, it's okay, I'm going to help you. And then the unbelievable part. She told police she opened her bedroom door a third time after hearing crying from another room and noticed a figure clad in black clothing and a mask that covered the person's mouth and nose walking towards her. She stood in a frozen shock phase, was her description. The male walked towards the back sliding glass door. Uh, Dylan locked herself in her room after seeing the male. This leads investigators to believe the murderer had just left the scene. How's that for creepy? That's like right out of a horror movie. I know, complete with the black mask. I know. most of the face. Clearly, uh, he was not interested in murdering anybody but these four. He left something behind, though. Yeah, he did. This a, also did him in. A tan leather knife sheath. A sheath. Uh, yeah. Which was next to Madison Mogan's bed. She was one who was murdered. And they found male DNA left on the button snap of the knife sheath. Uh, which he presumed... forgot the knife sheath. That's right. He well, left... this criminology student really uh, botched it, huh? Yeah. Well, you know, it's hard to keep your, your, your cool and uh, take care of every detail when you're busy. I mean, half of me still believes he did this because he wanted to see what it would be like and if he could get away with it. Because he studies yeah. this stuff. Yeah. That's uh, how crazy I think this person is. And uh, according also, to... they tracked his cell phone. And what do you know? Uh, the blip showed up uh, in the area very close to Moscow, Idaho, that time of the morning where the murders occurred. And then uh, the phone went off and then the phone went back on and uh, the person was back near Pullman. So, yeah, that's another good piece of evidence against him. I mean, we're talking three, four, five a.m. So, uh, you know, it's a Sunday morning. Someone could have been out all night, but. He was also clearly in the area. Of the well, there was another story, <coughs> excuse me, that they uh, think that he was circling around the block three times during oh. that time period before, um, after and before uh, he was home. No. Oh. He left the home uh, at 2.47 and did not appear on the Pullman Washington Network until 4.48. And it was detected near Blaine south of Moscow. And then at 5.30, it was back in Pullman. But I don't have that other story in front of me where it had him going around the block several times. The uh, roommate, Dylan, described the figure as about 5'10 or taller, male, not muscular, but athletically built with bushy eyebrows, she said. What I, what I always found weird was that um, she just goes back in the room, locks the door. Remember, nobody called 911 until almost noon. That's just, I don't know. 
Uh, I don't understand that part. <laughs> I, I mean... Uh, All right, so somehow you get over this, a stranger in the house, weird noises, you go back to bed, but you don't get up but, for hours and, but she didn't and investigate go, or, she didn't go and, or and call s- the cops and say there's somebody weird in our house? And see the other girls? Yeah, this, 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 this part has not made sense. Uh, unless she was really blasted. Hmm. Could she have been so drunk that she yeah, just couldn't... Yeah, possible. Uh, I forget if this is the one that came from the... Uh, the food truck of the sorority party. Is this the one that, remember, the two girls were at a party and then the other two were at the food truck? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, also, as you might have suspected, they rooted through the Koberger's home trash in Pennsylvania to get the DNA they wanted to match to Brian Koberger. They recovered trash from their residence in Albrightsville, Pennsylvania. So that was another piece of this. So it sounds to me like it's a pretty strong case. Oh, absolutely. Circumstantially and DNA-wise. Absolutely. Uh, The DNA always, to to me, and it does in most cases, seals it. Right. His DNA is on the scene. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, these cases really aren't complicated. Unfortunately, defense lawyers in the media have hyped up all the little uh, unimportant inconsistencies, and they've hyped alternate possibilities because all that stuff gets ratings. It gets an audience, right? Well, I don't know. You know what I heard. You know what it could be, too. You, you know what they missed. And, and everybody gets lost in the weeds way off the road instead of looking at what do we have here? We have his car sighted at the scene. We have his DNA at the scene. We have his cell phone pings tracking him from his uh, apartment back to uh, Moscow and, 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 and the return. I mean, what do you want here? Oh, and he's a criminology student. And he was obsessed with, uh, with murderers. Yeah, I I think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all right. Well, we're going to have a lot more at 3.05. Alex Stone is covering this ABC News for KFI with more details from the case that was revealed today in, in court against Brian Koberg, the man suspected of killing the Idaho students. More coming up. Uh, oh, yeah, Blake Trolley's next to talk about Southern California storm damage from the big rainstorm that swept in overnight. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. We're on from 1 till 4 now, 1 until 4, and you could hear uh, the entire show uh, anytime after that on the iHeartRadio app. Click podcasts and uh, request John and Ken on demand. Coming up after 2 o'clock, we're going to be talking to Mark Kikorian. He's the executive director of the Center for Immigration Studies. An announcement made today by the Biden administration concerning the border. New policies concerning asylum and Title 42 and a path to get in the country. Is this nothing but a trick? A sleight of hand? Mark, of course, studies this stuff. His whole organization is on top of it. He'll tell us what this all means right after the news at 2 o'clock. Well, we got the report of storm damage from John Cobelt in the Cobelt house with uh, eucalyptus trees falling over. Well, what about the rest of Southern California? We're going to bring on Blake Trolley from KFI News to talk about the results of this. Uh, I was a Pineapple Express and a bomb cyclone. What the yeah, hell? I heard uh, sirens going off all day around town. Oh, yeah? Wherever I was, yeah, there were sirens echoing in the distance. Is Blake there? 
Yep. Yeah. Hey, guys. Um, yeah, there were a lot of sirens today. You know, this obviously led to a lot of road hazards uh, across the area, but overall not as bad as, you know, what was being predicted yesterday. If you remember yesterday, the trajectory of the storm was was supposed to be that it started at 6 a.m. with a rain rate of about one inch per hour for about six hours. And what we ended up seeing today was by early morning, the National Weather Service had said that the bulk of that rain, that really intense rain had already moved through through the area and from there we still saw some pretty uh, steady rains they were kind of on and off but yet they weren't at that intensity that you know those fears were uh, were over yesterday um, and again uh, that said, there still is a flood watch across Southern California. There's still fears of flash floods across Southern California. What we can expect for the rest of the afternoon, as it's been described to me, is periods of intermittent rain. Uh, as for the damage we saw from the rain that we got, and again, just because it wasn't as intense doesn't mean it wasn't intense. The Sepulveda Basin had flooding issues. That led to road closures. More than 2,000 LADWP customers lost power. There was flooding on the streets in L.A., flooding on the 710. This was in the North Long Beach area. CHP issued uh, closures in both Orange County and the Huntington Beach area and the, in the uh, Pacific Palisades area. Malibu was hit with a rock slide. And there were eyes on recent burn scars, including in the Duarte area, where officials had lined roads with K-Rail to keep mud away from homes. Duarte Public Safety Manager Larry Brusita says the city was watching the area uh, very closely through the night into the morning. We have cameras set up on the hillside, so we're monitoring all the uh, hillside to make sure. We'll, oh, we'll try that again, guys. We have cameras set up on the hillside, so we're monitoring all the uh, hillside to make sure what was coming down, if it was mud, debris, or what it was. Uh, from what we saw on the camera angles is that most of it was just like muddy water and that sort of thing. And the reason for that is because we just didn't get those intensity rates that were predicted. So we got somewhere around a third to just below a half an inch per hour rain intensity rates. And just like you mentioned, it was fast moving. Um, they predicted it to be slow moving, but it did move pretty quickly, especially for the city of Duarte. I know some of the areas surrounding us got a lot more, but in our particular situation, we didn't get as much. Now, he says part of the success as well for the reason that that particular area wasn't hit so bad is that the fire that moved through here earlier this year, that it was called the fish fire that moved through Duarte, it moved through pretty fast. It took out a lot of the top of vegetation, but it did largely leave the roots alone. So the, a lot of those roots were able to regrow. When you look at the area, it doesn't look like any you know recent burn had come through. Now, guys, for some rain totals, uh, we're still waiting for this thing to completely wrap up. But you know, at, pretty heavily into this, downtown LA at this point is close to two inches of rain. Van Nuys close to three inches. Porter Ranch more than three inches of rain. You get out to Pasadena, Claremont. That's where you start to see those numbers drop for LA County. Pasadena about two and a half inches of rain. Claremont about an inch of rain. Uh, and you know, of course, this 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 really hit the mountain areas hard. Uh, the Mount Baldy Resort had to close. We're seeing reports of up to two feet of snow across uh, a lot of the mountains here in Southern California. So there were no evacuation orders or any of that stuff that happened last night. No, exactly. And and again, a, a big part of this is, I mean, if, of course, there were evacuation warnings and, and right. they were keeping a close eye on everything. But uh, as described, this moved a lot faster. And as you know, you just heard there without that rate of rain that they were anticipating. But again, you know, and we, 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 we just detailed it. It still was a lot of rain and it still caused a lot of issues. And there was nobody carried off in the L.A. River, homeless encampment people or any of that stuff that we see after some of these heavy rains. No, you didn't see any reports of that. <laughs>
I didn't see any reports of that. The reports I've seen of injuries seem to be coming from up north. Of course, there's that two-year-old that was killed when that top that tree toppled in Sonoma County. It fell on a mobile home. The kid was sitting on a couch, and it hit oh. him. A teen hydroplaned, uh, hydroplaned and died in Fairfield. But as far as Southern California goes, of course, we, we've heard those sirens. Um, but, you know, we haven't seen any of those, those uh, major casualties. All right, Blake, thank you very much. All right, thanks, guys. Blake Trolley, KFI News, uh, talking about uh, the storm damage. Yeah, John, apparently a, a young child, as he just mentioned, up in Sonoma County was killed when a redwood tree fell on their uh, their trailer. That's horrible. And now uh, you were yeah. talking about the tree that fell near your home. So oh, yeah. that's something you don't yeah. think about. You think about people getting into accidents when you have these storms and dying I, from I, that. But I saw a guy. Trees falling on people and homes. I saw a guy in West Hollywood. A uh, tree fell in front of his house, and he said he knew by the sound of it it hit his SUV parked right in front of the house. Yeah. And there it was, just completely. If he had been sitting in the SUV, that would have been it. There's probably more rain coming next week. This is a good time to repeat to you that just a couple of months ago, this was supposed to be a, a La Nina winter, which means drier than usual. Yes. 91% chance of La Nina. So uh, they. So they, we do our usual Nana dance. That's right. Don't listen to what they say, they don't know. They, it's in God's hands. Right. This is nature. I mean, they, they didn't even know how fast this storm was going to go through. They had. They, they thought it was going to be. That's right. They thought it was going to hang there and really dump a lot more rain. Right. So they, that it just whipped through. They don't know. They don't know long, short term, long term, 100 years from now. They don't know anything. Yeah. Well, you know, there's a lot of people that think that they can control a lot of aspects oh, of life. Is, right? Yeah. Isn't that funny? They, you actually think you can control this. Predict and control. Right? Predict and control. What kind of lunatics do we have running around? And they're all in, they're all in positions of power and influence in the media and academia and politics. You're not gonna you're not controlling squat. Nothing. What's gonna happen is gonna happen. And you're not gonna predict it either. You bunch of fools. We got a lot ahead. We'll be talking to Mark Recoria next hour about the latest Biden administration move on the migration mass at the border. Some change in policies. They're actually going to step up the use of Title 42, the uh, emergency order to stop people from coming into the country because of COVID, even though it's still in doubt as to whether or not it can continue. Uh, we'll get to that. Coming up next, though, as a preview, we'll be in Bidenville. We think you enjoy one of the first sound clips mm. from Biden we have in the new year at an appearance in Kentucky. It's a baffler. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. John and Ken Show. Oh. We'd like to formally welcome you to the rest home of old Joe. Welcome to Bidenville, Thank everyone. Thank you. All men and women created by the, go. You know the you know the thing. There's a man on the moon, or whatever you know something, or you know whether those aliens are here or not. I, I commuted for 36 years as president, vice president of the United States. A lot of the folks in Amtrak became my family. Not a joke. I was on the television. On television, I was on the telephone every time i hear hail the chief wonder where the hell is he turn around and where where's where's the president what, what i can't remember it i was in the foot him uh, foot, foot excuse me the foothills of the himalayas with xi jinping for secretary of health and education service i nominated javier bacaria president harris is a proud howard alum let's go brandon i agree i got them 1.9 trillion dollars relief so far club talker yeah. Kleptocracy. Where's Jackie? Klep the guys who are the kleptocracy. <laughs> 
representative. Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was was going to be here. Still looking for Jackie. now, to give you a tour of Bidenville before your extended stay, here's John and Ken. Every day he gets up. Where's Jackie? Where's Jackie? Oh. Well. (laughs) Where am I? John and Ken show. Uh, We're now on one to four. We're on one to four, yes. Yeah, one one o'clock to four o'clock, but you can pick up the show all the time. The podcast gets put up there right after we finish the show, so if you're able to pick it up later in the day that's when you're going to hear us too besides listening live like right now uh yeah we're in bidenville uh you know what people are calling it this is sort of a flashback uh, remember when tim conway jr did uh, what the hell did jesse jackson say people yes. are saying what the hell did joe biden say well they're like, like the chapters a lot of that's in the intro there to bidenville but it's along the same lines uh this is another puzzler we'll give you the background first he went to kentucky yesterday and he was at a bridge, very exciting, the Bent, the Brent Spence Bridge, to talk about infrastructure funding. So I don't know if that's going to help as we play this clip, because he's trying to get people fired up for the future. He believes the future looks bright. He wanted to talk about his old neighborhood. I guess where he grew up in Delaware. Did he grow up in Delaware? I don't know. He lived oh, uh, you know near Scranton. Pennsylvania most. Oh, that's right. He did. That's where he yeah. grew up in Scranton. All right. So uh, let's listen and see what we can find out. I've traveled over 140 countries around the world. As I was, I'll paraphrase the phrase in my old neighborhood. The rest of the countries, the world's not a patch on our genes. If we do what we want to do, we need to do. The rest of the. Yeah, I mean, the full the re- quote was our best days are ahead of us. And I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I've been doing this a long time, folks. Our best days are ahead of us, not behind us. I've long said I mean this. I never, never, ever been more optimistic about America's prospects. And I am today. Never, never. And then that part we just played, I've traveled over 140 countries. Uh, To paraphrase the phrase in my old neighborhood, the rest of the countries, the world is not a patch on our genes. The rest of the country... The world is not a patch on our genes. If we do what we want to do, we need to do. Never. That uh, is the transcript of that audio we played. So you, can you play that little clip again? I've traveled over 140 countries around the world. Yeah. As I was, I'll paraphrase the phrase in my old neighborhood. The rest of the countries, the world is not a patch on our genes. If we do what we want to do, we need to do. The rest of the country, the world's not a patch on our genes. Now, he's paraphrasing a phrase. So Paraphrasing a phrase, which is also an odd twist. And that's Boy, some that's, like editing uh, or truncating it or I'm something? Hit, or? I'm hitting a wall on this. Uh, my, my Biden translator uh, is broken. No, I, I, the patch in our genes is the puzzler. The patch. <laughs> the rest of the countries, the world is not a patch in our genes. It's not a patch on our genes. Why? What happened to our genes? They required a patch and... Yeah. And the, the patch, uh, the rest of the world uh, is not yeah. even a patch. We move over to his uh, possible <laughs> successor. Ah, don't say that. What, what, what do you think I'm going to say? It's just scary to think of her in charge. It's not her. Ooh. There's a story that came out that he's dumping her, but of course we hear that all the time. And you're yeah. talking about Kamala Harris. Yeah. It's Newsom. Oh, that one. Don't scare me there either. Newsom's going to do a big show tomorrow. Do you know what tomorrow is? He's being inaugurated for his second term. Aye, aye, aye. And he's going to march to the state capitol to show what a peaceful protest looks like in sort of a play on the January 6th insurrection. Oh, what an idiot. 
Yep. He's, he's, he's still fixated on that. Nobody uh, normal cares about any of that. Really. How does the Sacramento Bee reported an opportunity to portray the Golden State's case as a bulwark against far-right extremism. <laughs> this observance will be the California spirit of opportunity and inclusion. Do you know any far-right extremists? I do not personally know. Do you ever see any out on the street? I'm, I'm, in you your said you knew somebody distantly that's a QAnon guy, right? Yes. Okay. But That's he, your only connection. He wasn't out there uh, on January 6th insurrecting. Was he cheering it on? I don't know. I don't talk to him. Oh, okay. But I... I but that appeals to such a tiny sliver of weirdos. The yeah, whole insurrection thing. I, I almost never hear anybody normal talk about that. Or reference it or watch hearings or nothing. That's all over now that we have a different Congress, right? They're not any. There's no more January 6th. Yeah, January. it is over. We don't have the different con, the different Congress yet, but no, no, all those all those hearings are over. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I, people are fixated on all the wrong stuff. They're distracted by all kinds of nonsense. It says here that in contrast to four years ago. This year's inaugural will be very low budget and low key because the state faces a projected $25 billion budget deficit. How did he go from a $100 billion surplus to a $25 billion yeah, deficit? That, you know if what? He that didn't sounds blow, like theft. If he didn't blow a lot of money on garbage. On, that, on, is a good, that is a good question. That's a big, horrible turnaround. Have you ever heard of any state uh, with a $125 billion swing in, in a year? What the hell? What did he do with it? I thought there were like savings and uh, rainy they day did funds. Put, yeah, they and, put some uh, some away in the reserves, but uh, they, what really happened too was the uh, the revenue take dropped is dropping dramatically because it was a terrible year for investments. Well, they thought the stock market was going to go up double digits every year for the rest of our lives. Do you remember nineteen ninety nine? That's exactly yeah. what they thought when they gave out all those raises and pension boosts yeah. to the public employees. Did, Same did, scenario. Did they he think, didn't do that this time, but he's locked us into some very long term spending here. Did, did and they, that, that's gonna hurt did us. Did they think all those tech companies, their stock was going to be not only worth that much, but go up exponentially every year when their profits weren't tracking uh, the, the the price of the stock? I mean, what yeah. is what is wrong? I mean, I, I don't know if they're stupid or they're just so irresponsible. They don't care. I guess they just don't care. No, nobody would run their finances like this. Nobody. All right, Mark Krikorian is coming on next, uh, the executive director for the Center for Immigration Studies. There is nobody better on the matter of the border and the immigration policies than Mark so today, the Biden administration is announcing a big change in uh, policy concerning the border. They're going to uh, actually use Title 42 more to turn people right around at the border. But they're going to provide some sort of a path, a more certain path for migrants to come into the country legally and to stay here. He'll explain what it is and what it really means, if it's just a sleight of hand. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Layla Muhammad in for Deborah Mark, live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Are you looking to build this year? If so, there is no better time than right now to start planning and to get your spot on the construction schedule. If you need a garage, a stall barn, a storage for vehicles, RV, boat, collectibles, or even a a shop for your farm, hobbies, or car restoration projects, visit mortonbuildings.com and start your construction process with superior materials craftsmanship best in class warranty morton buildings are made to last for generations at morton the difference is in the details from their cutting edge innovations to their craftsmen in the field they are dedicated to surpassing expectations their legacy of excellence spans more than 120 years and morton buildings is 100% employee-owned with more than a quarter million satisfied customers. That means they're the industry leader you can trust. When you choose Morton, you'll experience quality at every step of the building process, starting before the walls even go up. Visit mortonbuildings.com to get started today.